of Christian students leave for college, where they will make some of the biggest decisions of their lives, but also be confronted with serious challenges to their faith. Surveys show that a vast majority of these Christian students end up walking away from their faith after four years of college. Why is the faith of hundreds of Christian students dismantled in college? How can we help prepare our Christian students for the challenges of the college campus? Listen as Pat explains the challenges of the university and how we can prepare our Christian students to meet the challenges of the college campus. Here with part one is Pat. You're listening to Evidence and Answers, where we provide compelling evidence for faith and hope in Christ and present biblical answers to the challenges Christians face in the culture today. Well, every fall, thousands of Christian students leave for college, and there they will make some of the biggest decisions of their lives. However, surveys have shown that a vast majority of those Christian students end up walking away from their faith in Christ after four years of college. Dr. Bill Brown, president of Cedarville College, states that most Christian students who go away to college will graduate with one of three outcomes. Take a dive, withdraw to survive, or strengthen and thrive. Take a dive, meaning students walk away from their faith commitment and no longer profess to be Christian. Their faith in Christ is completely dismantled there at the university and they walk away from their faith in Christ. Or the second, withdraw to survive. Students learn to compartmentalize their faith as a personal choice while struggling through the complexities of the college experience. In other words, as they're going through their courses, it seems like the evidence and the arguments and the presentations made by their colleagues and their professors seem overwhelmingly against Christianity. And so they personalize their faith. They just internalize it and say, well, my faith in Christ is just about my personal walk with God. But to the real world, the world of facts, economics, science, political theory, finances, literature, entertainment, it does not apply. And so they end up buying into the ideologies of the culture and just internalize their faith and say, well, it's just a personal thing. And even though it doesn't match up with the facts, I don't have the ability to engage the ideas of the culture. And they simply withdraw in order to survive their experience there at college. And it carries on into their careers as well. Or the third is strengthen and thrive. Students grow spiritually and strengthen their faith through the challenges of the college experience. When students enter into the college arena, equipped and prepared, and they are able to engage the ideas in the classroom and in the dormitories and with their colleagues, their faith is actually strengthened as they see how their faith can answer the challenges of their day, how their faith best answers and addresses the issues of life that they are facing. And instead of rejecting their faith, their faith is actually strengthened as they see that Christianity does indeed have the answers and can stand up to the challenges of the academic world and the social arena around them. And so those are generally the three outcomes of Christian college students who enter into the public university. They either take a dive withdraw to survive or strengthen and thrive. And we want that third response for Christian students who go away to college. 
college does not have to be a wasteland experience for the Christian student. The college campus will definitely challenge your faith in many significant ways. But if our students are prepared, they can face the challenge and their faith in Christ can be reinforced and strengthened rather than dismantled and shattered. And so it is our hope that we can prepare our students to face the challenges of the university. And one of the best ways to prepare our students for campus life is to prepare them for the challenges that they will soon face or that they are facing now if they're present university students. And the challenges I placed in four major categories, social, spiritual, moral, and intellectual. Let's take a look first at some of the social challenges that our students face as they enter on the university campus. Well, the first challenge they face is the social challenge in the social arena. The high school student graduating going to college suddenly finds themselves all alone. There's a sudden feeling of loneliness that hits them once they arrive at campus. Their support systems that they're used to leaning on are suddenly gone. The support of parents and the youth group that provided spiritual support suddenly is not there. Their friends from high school and their teachers and that support system that they once had is suddenly gone and it's no longer there. And without that support system, they can often be overcome by a sense of loneliness that can lead to moments of depression and even discouragement. You know, for me, traveling from Hawaii to the mainland to the university, you know, that sudden sense that I was all alone hit me when I got on the airplane as I turned in my ticket to the agent and began walking down that corridor to board the airplane and the door closed behind me. I suddenly realized, whoa, I'm all alone. I'm going to a foreign place where I really don't know anyone and there to experience a whole new culture that I have never seen or experienced before. And back then, we didn't have the internet and the technology we have today. And so my only communication with my old support system would be through a phone call. I wouldn't be able to see them face-to-face and interact with them. And suddenly, that sense that I was all alone suddenly hit me. And for many other students, they tell me they get to the dorms, you know, and maybe they're there with their parents or their friends' parents, and they're setting up their dorm room, and then parents say goodbye and they drive off and suddenly they're there in the dorm all alone realizing you know they're not going to see their parents or be you know back home surrounded by that support structure for months you know and suddenly when the parents drive off and say goodbye suddenly that loneliness or sense of I'm all alone suddenly hits them so they find themselves suddenly all alone, on surrounded, and it can be intimidating there on the university campus. Also, there's a sense you're suddenly alone because the friends and relationships among high school friends, they change in college. You know, the high school world is much smaller than the world in college. In college, you have a much larger social network. There are more groups, more clubs, more activities, more opportunities, and it's at that time High school friends drift apart as they realize that they do indeed have different interests and have chosen different beliefs and maybe different lifestyles. In college, you may leave to another state and new interests develop, new social circles, your views and values then become apparent and you begin to drift apart and your relationships with your high school friends change. 
Now, this is not always the case. Sometimes you go to school with your high school friends and your main friends throughout college. Or when you return for winter break or summer break, you renew those friendships and they maintain. But many times the relationship changes. I know that the friends that I had in high school were close friends. But when we went to college, many of them chose different lifestyles. Many of them are interests were very different and it became apparent as there were more groups as we got more involved in the majors that we were studying and we soon realized that we were going in completely different directions and so there were some friends who drifted away from me there were other friends that I drifted away from them and so the sense of those old relationships suddenly now changing can also bring that sense of loneliness on the college student. But another arena of the social challenge is the new freedom and the lack of accountability there on the university campus. There's a new freedom from parents, from church, and accountability one had as a youth at home. And the student is now free to make choices such as beliefs, lifestyles, priorities, and experiment in new areas. You can sleep in and not go to class or do your homework or go to church or attend Bible study. And there's really no one to hold you accountable. I remember the first time I missed class. I had a 7.30 a.m. class and I overslept and I was completely panicked because I had missed the class and I thought, boy, I'm really going to get it now. And really nobody cared. That class was so huge. I mean, they didn't miss the fact that I was gone, the professor or really anyone else in the class. There were just hundreds of students in there. And I realized, well, I could sleep in or not even go to class. And really there's no one here to hold me accountable here except for, you know, missing a few quizzes and tests. And I realized I could in almost all the other arenas of my life, there's really no one that was there to hold me accountable. And so you have that challenge there of sudden newfound freedom and a lack of accountability. Then another aspect of the social challenge is that there are many views and different lifestyles that you are confronted with daily there on the university campus. Students are confronted with people of all different lifestyles, beliefs, and values, not just in the classroom, but when you go back to the dorm or when you go to work there on campus or when you're on the athletic teams or clubs or whatever you may participate in, there are going to be people from all kinds of different lifestyles, beliefs, and values. And the college is an amoral campus, you know, that encourages students to be open to all beliefs, lifestyles, and values and not to judge anyone at all. You know, one of the plays that many of our students see when they arrive at freshman orientation was a play called Issues. And in that play, there's four or five different students in a dorm room and they're having a conversation with each other. And there's one I remember, there was a nymphomaniac. And there was then a young man that had come out of the closet to announce that he was gay. Then there was a person that constantly just wanted to party. And then, of course, there was the Christian who was preaching and condemning everyone there and of course they were portrayed in a very negative light and at the end of the play one of the professors would come out and say you know here at the university you're going to meet people from very different lifestyles that have different beliefs and different values from you and if you want to get along on the university campus you shouldn't be judgmental or condemning of anyone of those other lifestyles in fact 
part of the university experience is to experience these different beliefs and these lifestyles. And so students are encouraged then to experiment into different beliefs and different lifestyles and not to be critical of others' beliefs, lifestyles, or values. Many of our students are unprepared to face these kinds of challenges when confronted in the dorms and on campus by those of opposing lifestyles. Then there's the social pressure just to go along. Students face the pressure to adopt the popular thinking on the campus, the ideas of relativism, of moral relativism, of the new tolerance that they should not judge any belief, lifestyle, or value as right or wrong. And many students find it difficult to hold to their beliefs when they find themselves a constant minority, not only in the classroom, but in the dorms and in their clubs and on their athletic teams. And often they can face uh, ridicule for holding to their biblical beliefs. Another aspect of the social challenge, of course, is at the college level, it's a time when Serious dating occurs. We're much more serious about finding the future husband or wife, and dating becomes more serious there. And too often we see believers in Christ becoming unequally yoked and finding themselves dating someone who is not a follower of Jesus Christ, and that can often draw them away from the Lord. As believers in Christ, we want to be clear about the kind of future husband or wife we'll be looking for. As believers in Christ, you want to find someone that has a heart to live for Jesus Christ, that's following God with all their heart. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, this is a good principle to go by when looking for the future husband or wife. He says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with unbelievers? So what Paul is saying there is that one of the principles he goes by is to be equally yoked, to find someone who has a heart to follow after God as you do. And that's the kind of person that you're going to share your life with because it's someone that shares in your beliefs and desire to follow Jesus Christ, to grow in their faith in Christ, to commit their life to you and to follow God and to eventually start a family and raise their children in the ways of the Lord. Marriage is a lifelong commitment and so you want to take your dating life seriously there and date people who are committed to Jesus Christ. Too often I see young men and women who believe that, you know, I can evangelize and bring this girl or this guy to Christ. And eventually, it go, nine out of ten times, it goes the other way, and they're drawn away from the Lord. And so those are some of the social challenges that students face on the university campus. And so you need to go in with an action plan. And I believe one of the first action plans you should have when it comes to facing the social challenges you're going to face on a university campus is commit to join a campus ministry in the first or second week you're there at the university campus. We are social beings meant to be in relationships. So we cannot live the Christian life alone on campus. We need to be in a community and the right one. And so you need to make it your plan to join a campus ministry the first or second week that you're there. So before you get to campus, Right now, it's the summer. Before you arrive on campus, go on the Internet and look and see 
what the campus ministries at the university are and to contact them and let them know that you'll be coming and to meet with the leaders of that ministry there the first or second week you're there on campus because let me tell you what's going to happen. If you don't do that, that first Sunday there at the university campus, I mean, you don't know any Christians, you don't know any churches nearby, how are you going to get to those churches? And you're just going to say, you know, I'm just going to sleep in this Sunday. And next Sunday comes along, you don't know anyone, you got no right to church, uh, you just sleep in the next Sunday. And next thing you know, weeks have gone by, months have gone by, and you're out of touch with the Lord, and your spiritual life is really taking a nosedive. And so you want to hook up with a campus ministry there. The first or second week there, you arrive at the university campus. And being involved in a campus ministry, you know, for me was one of the most rewarding things of college life. And many of the students that I talked to, they say that was probably, you know, one of the best experiences they had there on the university campus, making lifelong friends in the Christian ministry that they joined. And I remember for myself and many others, I mean, you know, the Christian group that I joined, I those are some of the friends that I've, that are lifelong friends. And we did some of the craziest things together you know, taking the cafeteria trays and going out in the snow and just going down those hills and, you know, jettisoning when we hit those moguls and just flying in the air and landing in that snow and just cracking up all night at the crazy things we were doing, going on hikes, sharing our faith in Christ together on the university campus, worshiping together, having Bible studies together, going on these great adventures across the country and international fields, on mission trips. I mean, it was one of the most blessed and really fun times I had. Good, clean fun that's kept me out of trouble, but also helped me grow in my faith in Christ with Christians who shared my faith from all over the world. Uh, They were able to hold me accountable, to be having my devotions, to be making wise decisions. They were there to pick me up to make sure that I went to church where I met some of the most wonderful families who I still remain in contact with. I just can't say enough for a student going to the university campus how important being involved in a campus ministry is going to be. And so the action plan you have here to meet the social challenge is to commit to joining a campus ministry there in the first or second week that you're there on the university campus. And there's some great ones throughout the country. In a varsity Christian fellowship, Campus Crusade for Christ, or they're now called Crew, the Navigators, Youth for Christ. And there's many other great churches right near the university that have campus ministries there. So go to your university website or go to one of these websites of the ministries that I mentioned and see if there's a chapter there on your university campus that you can join. Another part of the action plan you can have is to maintain accountability with your home church, with your youth pastor or with your parents or with your other Christian friends to commit to stay in touch with them, especially for the first month that they may hold you accountable to joining a campus ministry or maintaining your spiritual life and your walk with the Lord. And that this group People from your home church, your parents, your friends, your mentors, your youth pastor, your youth group, that they would regularly be upholding you in prayer and maintaining contact with you 
throughout your years in college, especially those first couple months there on the university campus. You're going to need their prayer support and their emotional and spiritual support. So pastors and those of you in youth ministry and parents, form a group and be praying for your students who go off to the university there. And regularly pray for your students and keep in contact with them, especially during that first month. They are there and that feelings of loneliness and wanting to be socially connected is really strong there in that first month there on the university campus. Well, those are some of the social challenges that our Christian students face when they go to the university campus. When we come back together, we're going to talk about the other challenges that students will face at the university campuses regarding the spiritual moral and intellectual challenges and how we can really equip our students to meet those challenges so they can really thrive there on the university campus that it won't be a wasteland where their faith is dismantled and shattered but rather it'll be a time when their faith is really reinforced and strengthened and they can come out of the university experience really strengthened and really grow, not only intellectually, academically, but also spiritually in their walk with God and a wonderful experience that they will carry on with them into their college career. So I hope that you'll join me here next time on Evidence and Answers as we prepare your Christian students for the challenges of the college life. And if they are properly equipped and ready to engage, then they're going to have a great time in college. And that's our prayer for them. So we'll see you next time here on Evidence and Answers. You've been listening to Pat address the challenges of the university campus. I'm sure this presentation has raised a lot of concerns as you and your church prepare to send your students off to college. One of the best ways to prepare your students is with an Evidence and Answers College Prep Conference. If your church has students in college or preparing to go to college, contact Pat at evidenceandanswers.org to arrange a college prep conference this summer or perhaps this winter break. Contact youth pastors in your area or denomination and invite Pat and his team to equip your students to meet the challenges of the university and thrive in every way during their college years and beyond. College does not have to be a time where a Christian's faith is shipwrecked, but a time when faith is reinforced and strengthened. But this will only happen if our students are prepared for the challenge. So write to Pat today at evidenceandanswers.org. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide reasons for faith and hope in Christ right here on Evidence and Answers. Oh, 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 oh,